I'm Jack Moylan, and you're listening to Let's Talk Business, a podcast geared towards young professionals served with a side of witty commentary. At Lutz, we rally around the mantra, make light, meaning be lighthearted, illuminate solutions, and create energy. We hope this episode will do just that. Let's make the complex simple. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Let's Talk Business. Today, we're going to talk about habits and how you can form habits, especially as a leader, and maybe, you know, what habits have been formed on this specific person's path to leadership. But so, yeah, as, here with me today is Let's Consulting shareholder Susie Krause, a friend of family friend of mine that I've known for a while. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. So really excited to have you here, Susie. So if you don't mind, could you kind of let everyone know a little bit about yourself and, and you know, your experience here at Lutz and what you do? Absolutely. Well, first, thanks for having me. Yeah. Excited to be here, Jack. And you bet. I agree. I've known your your folks and have lots of lots of backgrounds so we can share all kinds of different stories. Absolutely. I've been with Lutz about 30 years and prior to Lutz I was in public accounting in a smaller town as well as some private accounting here in Omaha before coming to Lutz. So I've been in the business world probably about 36, 37 years. So quite a background of experience, everything from insurance and banking to public accounting. Sure. Broad-based background. Here at Lutz, as you said, I'm a consulting shareholder. I oversee our client accounting services or client advisory services department, broad spectrum of services for those companies that might not have a full-fledged accounting department. Mm-hmm. So lots of different things that we can do and lots of different things we can help with. So, I was going to say, I know that I've heard a bit about your story from the Let's Leadership program and I think just over time and it's, I think it's always, um, it's always really fun in my mind to hear kind of the past that, you know, your history in your career. So, you know, kind of, can you talk us through that a little bit? Where you, where'd you grow up again? Did you grow up in Omaha? I grew up in Ralston. Ralston. Yep. Grew up in Ralston. I went to Ralston High School and then University of Nebraska Lincoln for college and met my husband down at the university and moved out to Western Nebraska where his family ranch is. So we were out in Alliance, Nebraska for the first seven or eight years we were married. Oh, wow. Okay. And then did you bring you guys back to Omaha? I did. We both decided to come back and both got positions here in Omaha and came back in the early 90s and worked here in Omaha. Right. You would consider yourself what some would say kind of an OG, right? An original of of the Lutz crew? Or when did you join Lutz? I joined Lutz in 1994. So I was the 23rd employee, not the 23rd accountant, but the 23rd employee. Got it. So yeah, it's been quite the ride and lots of fun and lots of learning and lots of experiences that we can share. Sure. And lots of change, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess let's talk about that a little bit with the way that you know, the, the, maybe the profession or not only the profession, but the, you know, let's specifically with the ways that we've changed, I guess, what are things that you've done personally to kind of, you know, s- keep with those changes and, and, and I guess progress yourself, right? I mean, our topic is habits, how to build good habits, but I think this is more or less about ways throughout your career where you've made decisions, you know, whether right or wrong, but to, to change. Mm-hmm. So what are, if you could speak to that topic a little bit. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody would tell you change is hard, but change is good. And both of those comments can be taken to heart Mm -hmm. all the time. And especially as Lutz has grown from, you know, 30 to 230. Right. I guess some of the things I share is to just be open, be passionate in what you want to do. But more than anything, don't be afraid to communicate. Be open to listen, but yet also share your opinions because you can influence. 
And once a decision has been made, even if it is the decision you wanted, wanted, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we at Let's have been very, very fortunate. We have very, very passionate leaders, very, very engaged leaders. Right. <laughs> um, call ourselves, we like to say, it's like herding cats. Sure. If you go back to different managing partners, it's like, oh my gosh, they've had challenges because we all, we're all, all in. Yeah. But more than anything, once, once a decision has been made, we get behind uh, the decision and we support it 100%. So... That's, That's one of those types of things. Yeah, I was going to I mean, that I know I kind of went a little bit more qualitative in, in a sense, right? And like I told you, I like to get a little bit kind of into the nebula topics of how you've been able to, to manage that or change with your career. But I guess getting more to kind of the nuts and bolts, what are some habits, I guess, that you, you know, worked on or developed early on in your career to kind of get you in a position where you were looked at as a leader? I think, you know, more, more than anything, especially early on in careers, no matter what career you're on, no matter what industry you're in, develop the experience and technical-based knowledge that you need in order to feel comfortable and confident doing your job. So definitely step one is that hard skill of knowledge, whatever that might be. So important to do that. Don't bypass it. Don't take it for granted. Do the self-investment to get that piece of part to it. But then as you continue in your career, focus on things like how can how can I bring unity. There's all kinds of different leaders. And right. If you look around us here, there's leaders with great vision, there's leaders with great intelligence, there's leaders that are better at different types of people skills. And it's taken us all to make that make the world go around and grow. I guess if I would focus on my core, what I would call my core qualities, sure. it's more about unity, okay. developing a team. I, I like is it. harmony on your top? It is not. Okay. Can you believe that? Yeah. No, it is not. It is not. I have empathy, but I sure. don't have harmony. Well, and, and not that that, I don't think that those are, so we, we just had our sophomore leadership class mm-hmm. and one of the topics was, or we, we got to the conclusion that even if you don't have a strength in your top five or whatever, um, you can still value the, the, the other strengths in a sense to where you may under, you understand why they're important, even though that may not be what naturally comes out in you, mm-hmm. right? So you're, so you obviously value unity and bringing people together, even though it may not, you know, the term harmony may not be in that list. Absolutely. Right. I guess I would, I would tell you, it's kind of like, you've heard me talk in different situations. It's kind of like, get off the pity pot. Don't, you know, don't, don't be that way. Get going. So right. the harmony side of me versus the empathy side of me is like, I want to get things done. So right. I'm all about unity, but I'm also about accountability and let's yep. keep going and let's get things done and let's move that you know, let's move that needle forward. Sure. But we can do it together a lot faster as a team. So yeah, that's kind of what I value is more of let's all move together and let's get going. Yeah. And let's go. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We can't, yeah, we can all sit here together or we can go together. Let's do one of, you know, let's get forward. So can you think of or remember times in your career, maybe even now to this day where you maybe thought you should work on something or, or learn a new topic that you determined maybe wasn't the best value for your time and how you maybe came to that conclusion. I just, reason I ask is because, you know, especially being down in tech, I'm, I'm constantly trying to tell myself, hey, maybe I shouldn't, I don't need to spend my time figuring out how it, you know, exactly how this piece of Cisco network hardware works. I just know that they need it, mm-hmm. right? I need to make sure that they get it when they want it. Right. So I feel like that's always an interesting decision or battle with yourself is understanding what you do and don't need to learn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There are definitely things such as, you know, I don't know if you're talking about more technical knowledge or more about soft skills, but definitely in each side, mm-hmm. it is important to have a great base of knowledge, but you can't be all too all. 
Sure. And what, what we mean by that is that there comes a time where you have to say, I, it's, I'm okay that I'm not the expert in that because I we're very, very fortunate to have a team that we can rely on others to be in that expert. Right. So everything from, gosh, I love learning. Learning is in my top five. Sure. So I would be like, oh, that's new. That's the new shiny nickel. I want to learn that. Sure. So it was more not necessarily any one thing, but it's like when something new comes up, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You want to jump in and you want to do those types of things. But it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be all too all. So pick a topic and follow it and, and you know, become the specialist in that. Sure as well as maintaining a broader base knowledge from that perspective. Right. And trust that if something new comes up that the person you're sitting next to, they'll learn that. And then you can trust, you know, and and count on their expertise and understanding that topic. Absolutely. But I'm sure at times it's like, no, I'm going to go learn. I'm going to go figure this out (laughs) because it's exciting. Right. I mean, yeah, we can pick things like, you know, everything going on with COVID and all of the COVID credits. That was something that I was I was excited to participate in and got the opportunity to participate in. So it was something new and exciting and very, very applicable and very, very financially, you know, well for our clients. Sure. So I was able to jump into some things like that. So. Right. So I guess getting back to the specifics of kind of the topic of habits, are you a very habitual person? I am. Okay. I am very structured. Okay. Um, I would say I'm a type personality. I, I like lists. I like to make sure that I have organization mm-hmm. around me that I can, you know, follow through and say I accomplished A, B, and C today. And right. I have a list for here's my week's list and here's my day's list. Got it. So Does your day look the same? I mean, I'm sure things come up. Everyone deals with fires. But do you try to have generally a similar structure to each day? No. Okay. Nothing ever is the same okay. day to day. So, and it's also one of those things where... That is one of those things that, you know, you talk about what have you honed or what have you changed as you as you've gained experience or maturity. And it's, you know, the frustration of not being able to accomplish what you wanted to accomplish today. Mm -hmm. You become a little bit more what I would call patient as you age. Okay. because at least in my personality, because of the fact that it's like, hey, you know. I'm more in a troubleshooting role now versus more of a very structured role. Right. So I've had to learn to let go of that. Hey, I'm not going to get A, B, and C done today, but that's okay. Right. I was able to accomplish E, F, and G, which were more important than A, B, C today. Right. Or at least help four or five people get 60% of the way done with their A. Yep. Right. Which I'm sure is even more difficult to, to get you know, the satisfaction from as someone that likes to cross things off the list, you got to realize, well, I helped a lot of people move things forward Absolutely. and I didn't get the satisfaction of crossing things off the list, but I know that they're getting closer. Absolutely. And the, the, the fact that I get to teach and train and help and do mm-hmm. those types of things, the days go really, really fast Sure. because you, you know, there's multiple things going on in the world right. and here at Let's. And so we're very, very fortunate that it's like, you get here in the morning and you blink and it's time to go home. So Well, and it's, it's so like, you know, in my role, I'm, I'm client facing. And so there's a lot of someone said this to me the other day that it really resonated with me. I was all stressed out about something. It was, you know, I was, and they said, hey, just next time, don't jump in the car. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you know, every day you're going to have these cars that drive past you that are going to be either on fire or someone screaming. And some of them you have to jump in and get it figured out. But some of the time, just let it go let it go past you. And I was like, so I've been saying that now is I don't need to jump in that car, right? Because you want to, you get that satisfaction of being deep and involved and trying to help a situation out. But if it's not pushing forward your, 
you know, A, B, C, and D on your list that are really important, then it's, you know, counterproductive. And so I think from my perspective, I'm a little bit more on the side of jump in every car and help out where I can help out when I can. And and then it's like, okay, now let's reset and go back to our list, go back to our structure, right? And, and remember that that's how you get things done. So in, I guess in a role of teaching and training and helping newer, greener people in the company, are there any habits or things that you recommend to them that have you know, you've seen to work? Yeah, self-invest is huge. You know, I come back to that, just be a sponge, want to learn, uh, be eager, be excited about different things. Don't let your ego get in the way um, sure. because sometimes it's those, what I'll call trivial or, you know, not as shiny experiences that really get you the opportunity to learn something much deeper sure. and that you can then apply in different situations. So be a sponge, be supportive, mm-hmm. be a team member. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything that I could stress more than anything. And I know I keep coming back to that. And I'm very, very fortunate that I was able to work so long here at Lutz because that team philosophy is ingrained here. Sure. And it's helped me. <clears throat> and it's probably what's you know helped me be so happy here is mm-hmm. that I like working in that team. I like working in that environment. But being in that team, if you help the person above you and beside you and below you, everybody wins. Right. And so I guess that's what I would encourage other people is that just really, really be a sponge. Mm-hmm. Take from, you know, not take, but learn from above, learn from beside you and learn from below you. Mm-hmm. And that, that ability to listen and apply it is huge. Right. Yeah. It's that concept of team and, and, you know, being in it together, it does sound a little bit cheesy, but then when you, when you get in the, and not to say that what you were saying was cheesy, but I, cause I agree with it. Right. I, I completely agree with the concept, but then when you get into the day to day and especially, I mean, especially in our roles here at Lutz, regardless of the business unit, we're in very consultative advisory, you know, trusted advisor type roles. And that gets to be stressful. And when everyone around you to your left and right is in a situation together. It's kind of, you know, like building that teamwork through suffering a bit, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, not that every day to go to work you suffer, but I think that's what's nice is I feel like for the most part, I mean, and I don't know everyone or every role, everyone is, uh, you know, accountable and, and, and has a certain level of responsibility. So it feels like everyone's pulling their weight. And so when things suck, you can look around and say, yeah, I know that sucks. And I know you, what you're dealing with sucks too. And so I guess all we have is each other to, you know, deal with the suck together. Yeah. You know, that, that old saying, misery loves company, right. but it's not misery. It's like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And totally. we're all doing it together. At least it keeps us all up. Right. Moving forward in the same direction from that perspective. Yeah. And, it, and I'm trying to say it the right way, but it's <laughs> when you see other people stressed out or, or, or you know, dealing with a, a kind of a high intense situation you realize oh okay i'm not doing anything wrong it's just that we're doing a lot of really good work mm-hmm. in order to do that you've got to feel a certain level of intensity mm-hmm. right so that's again and having this people feels fire. if you surround yeah. yourself with those passionate people i mean i know i talked about passion before but one of the things because i've been in private and i've been in public accounting both and one of the things i've never give back my experiences of anything but one of the things that really shines in the public accounting world mm-hmm. is the people you're surrounding yourself with. They they motivate, they challenge, they encourage. You have some competition, friendly, hopefully, all yeah, the time. Right. 
but that helps you become better, more passionate, Absolutely. more positive, more just growth driven from that perspective. Mm -hmm. And so that encouragement is, is, is what will help you continue to just be the best you can be. Right. And it's nice because I feel like there's, and again, this is my limited experience at Lato Far, even though this August is four years, which is cool. But Congratulations. thank you. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, since college, longest I've worked anywhere, because I guess <laughs> I've only been out of college for what, five years now. So <laughs> anyways, we don't have time to get sucked into the the silly, you know, the stuff you hear about in the workforce of gossip or this or that or the weird stuff that has, you have no, you don't have time for it, which is nice also. And, and so I feel like there's been a nice, because I've worked places before in the past, in college and high, whatever, where that stuff does happen. And, I, and it does happen here, of course, it's going to happen anywhere. But I feel like there's been a nice balance found between having enough work to have to be productive all the time where you don't have time to get sucked into those non-productive, non-valuable activities of gossiping with with your coworkers. Absolutely. I always say we're not perfect right. and we will never be perfect, but we're open to learn. But you're absolutely correct in, in, in the, stand, the standpoint of if you don't have a lot of what I'll call idle time, right. you don't fill with idle thoughts. Right. And so it, it does make a difference. Keep yourself busy if you have something going on. I like your comment about jumping in the car. There's that balance of patience and eagerness. Mm -hmm. And knowing when is not something that is just always natural. And so you're correct. There's a time where it's like I need to step back and absorb and listen. I don't need to solve it. I need I need to let them try to solve it themselves. Right. Or, oh my gosh, I don't want them to tip over. I need to jump. Right. I need to jump in and help. Sure. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's that, yeah, it's difficult to decide if you want to teach or if you want to do. And sometimes you have to do one or the other and deciding that the, the decision to do one or the other is where the, the skill is, mm -hmm. right? That is correct. That, and it's learned. It's not always innate. Right. I mean, that's one of those things as you gain experience. Mm -hmm. There's there's a fine line. There's not a fine line to know to do because you definitely want to delegate. You definitely right. want them to have the opportunity and learn. But there's a fine line of how much do you give to you know to draw them in and how right. much do you let them spin and learn it on their own. Sure. Yeah. Put push to a point where it you know kind of produces growth but not to the point where it produces anxiety or, or burnout, right? Which I know that concept is obviously one that's been been battled in an accounting firm, right? Just the concept of burnout. So I also feel like we've done it, it feels like, and what I've heard over time, done a lot of really, really great things to to count, you know, to combat that, the, the feeling of burnout. And I think that is, is ultimately a testament to the people that are here, that have been here for a long time, that have realized that, that you know, we're all, people and it you know the people that are just starting in their careers can look up and say oh gosh it feels great i i know that person i could go talk to Susie, right i can go talk to ron and it's we're all humans kind of in this together at different stages albeit but that's i think been also very refreshing too absolutely absolutely you know hopefully we're very just transparent in the mm -hmm. fact that we're not just gonna we're not just gonna blow smoke right I mean, we're gonna tell you it's not perfect but gosh, the rewards on the other side. So, you know, as young people, it's just hang in there, be yep. patient. No place is perfect. Right. We agree that there's challenges no matter what career you choose, mm -hmm. but there's rewards that are significant also. 
Yeah, and at least you have the ability to say something yes. too. I mean, Absolutely. you talk to Gary or Scott, like, yeah, sometimes he doesn't shut up, right? <laughs> and I'm sure they would like me to once in a while, but to be able to do that is very therapeutic, right? And constructively. I mean, you, you know, you obviously have to have some tact. You can't just be running around spouting off. That yeah, doesn't go well. Not every place lets you have that. Especially yeah. Correct. Right. Do it professionally yep. and honestly yep. and with the right intent. Mm-hmm. And it does. It, it is like therapeutic, like you say, but it's also educational. Sure. It's also informative and it also makes you feel like you got buy in mm-hmm. because you're now, you're now part of a possible solution. And I think it shows, you know, again, with the prerequisites that it's constructive or done the right way, it shows that you've got some skin in the game that you want to, you know, you're not just talking to talk. You, you want to see some things done differently. And then you're given the ability to, okay, go do it then. Mm-hmm. Do it differently. So back on the habits thing. <laughs> are there, are there, I told you this was going to go into different go places. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Are there other people, you know, other leaders, I guess, in the company, people that you have worked with throughout your career that you see habits or things that they do, whether it be specific to their job or maybe the way they approach their day or how they approach communication that you've you've really appreciated or thought, wow, that would be really cool to emulate and, and try and, you know, recreate? Yeah, there's definitely, I use, the, I use the term, you know, strong communication, and we all communicate differently. Some of us are more articulate than others. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it when people can be very, what I'll call quick-witted and very articulate. Mm-hmm. Some of the rest of us, it is, I'm not as quick-witted. I mean, I think I'm articulate, but it takes me longer to maybe think things through than others. So there's definitely, you know, I have envy or whatever you want to say of sure. people who have the ability just to come up with a, a topic or a conversation or a, a response that's very, very quick and very, very savvy. Sure. And, you know, so there's definitely those. There's other other qualities that people bring up visionary that they, they really can foresee, you know, how should we be doing things differently? How should we be doing things in, in, in a new world mm-hmm. you know, versus making an old world better. Right. It's just, hey, there's this, this is a whole different concept that we're going to do. And they can step outside of that and do those types of things. Right. Other traits or other habits of, of different situations are, you know, just, just being flexible mm-hmm. and adaptable. All kinds of great great traits from that those are all super introspective habits right i mean like it's i'm sure people are going to want to read you know this is classic of this you know generation and i don't mean generation in terms of millennials or whatever but just this generation of entertainment that we have podcasts social media all of it it's very quick quick to to you know satisfy and so people are probably going to say oh great i'm going to learn some habits that i can go home tonight and start implementing right away it's like no this is more of kind of a sit down take time to see what you are maybe what you aren't and then recognize when you think something throughout the day that you don't want to think anymore yeah that awareness of of that it's a habit and you may have the quality to be able to do it and Mm -hmm. you may not have the quality to do it so you know, we talked at the beginning about a strength, strengths. You can't be everything. Right. And so, hey, I would love to be articulate. Well, if, if public speaking isn't your forte, okay, mm-hmm. well, don't don't spend all your efforts and energy trying to be a public speaker. Right. What can you do? Right. You know, get a habit that's something that's a little bit more 
attainable. Sure. So you might have more quickly attainable habits and you might have those that I have to practice, those that I need experience, those that I need to be more consciously aware of in order to achieve everything from time management. Mm -hmm. Some of us have more time management skills than others. Some of us have more let things roll off us better, you know, being lighthearted versus being intense. Sure. You know, I mean, there's, there's, but it takes all of us to make the world go round. So your habit, don't get me wrong, there's some bad habits. We don't need to talk about bad habits. Right. (laughs) The basement, I guess, of (laughs) the strengths. So yeah. But it's it's okay to have different habits because if you look around at leadership in, in here, we all bring different mm-hmm. value habits to the table. Mm-hmm. And it is what makes us all better. Right. Yeah, I guess I would just, especially going through the leadership program last year, now the sophomore leadership program, and it's really the focus of it is understanding our strengths, understanding how we complement other people's strengths, how they complement us, and how we work together to ultimately, right, the, to ultimately move the firm forward, move our team forward, et cetera. And so anybody out there that isn't currently, you know, practicing some sort of strengths finder or some sort of Enneagram or whatever it is, whatever you want, I think just having a, a vehicle to, you know, look inside and kind of reflect on yourself a little bit, identify things that you are or are not, or also things that you like or do not like. Right. And so there's again, I think it goes back to kind of that. I see strengths in people I value. I don't necessarily have them. Right. There's some people that are amazing with their ability to sit down and and think things through where I'm more of let's go. Let's get something done. Let's talk about things. And I talk to think as opposed to thinking to talk. Right. And so that's become apparent. So but I I just yeah, it goes back to we could talk about habits, wake up at 7 a.m., go to bed at this time. But ultimately, it's maybe you aren't a morning person and that's okay too. Right. I mean, so it's, I think it's pretty great. Any resources that you have found helpful throughout your career that, or that you currently listen to or, or read that what you think would be helpful on this or just general, you know, general development. You know, I just listening, you know, listening to people like yourself talk, there's books that, that are out there. I, I, and terrible about the self-help books. I mean, I don't know if you've been in the conversation when you heard me say, I'm not very good when I'm reading outside of work. I'm reading for entertainment, so I'm not sure. reading the self-help books. See, I've always wanted to be that way. I'm someone that'll go buy a self-help book, read six chapters, say, nah, I know all that, you know, or won't finish it or whatever. I can't get myself to buy a book just for entertainment. Oh, see, now you need to be lighthearted. You need right. to let go. I know. You need to let go a little I do. Bit. Okay, you're too intense. Yeah, I need to <laughs> relax a little. That's why I garden. That's right. Yeah, That's so that I do do. That is good. That <laughs> right. Is good. Eat the Frog was one book that I, I, okay. I thought was really good, but I, I don't read a lot of self-help books. Right. But like I said, I do surround myself with people that hopefully share and mm-hmm. You know, we, we participate in different things here at the firm and right. they give us ideas and those types of things from that. Well, and I don't think, again, this going back to it, I mean, the, whatever it is that you read or surround yourself with for enjoyment, that is still developing yourself, right? Whether it's boosting your creativity or allowing you to decompress. I mean, it's all different forms of developing yourself, which is what we're talking about is understanding yourself and what you need to do to make it you know, optimal, I guess. And everyone thinks that it's a 10 step list and it's not, it's just figuring out what you enjoy or what you're good at or not and doing those. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you need, you need to let your 
brain have a mental rest. Right. I mean, you know, some people come out and we're we're guilty because we're all we all want to achieve. I mean, we're, we're fortunate that we surround ourselves with people that want to achieve. Let's right. very very fortunate that we have awesome awesome co-workers mm-hmm. but at the same point in time take a mental break yeah relax <clears throat> reset mm-hmm. come back and we're all better mm-hmm. i mean it, it, it's important from that perspective so absolutely so if self-help is how how that helps you reset that's important which i don't think it is i think it's me reaching for something right just trying to grab that piece of knowledge that i'm like that's gonna be it right i'm for sure a sucker for that the article that you see that you know every single one ends the same way it's like okay great that was whatever but it's it's good to have that confidence because it helps you i mean you talk and communicate very very well so that's helping you do some of those types of things absolutely Absolutely. Well, great. Well, I, I mean, I think that I, I really appreciate you talking to us today. I want to do this again. Okay. Right. We'll Absolutely. have to find another topic, but I could talk about this stuff. You know, I even had an article about the 21 day rule and 90 days to solidify all that stuff. Right. And, but that, you know, everyone knows those kinds of things. And so I didn't feel like we needed to rehash those, but I, I think it was just great to be able to talk through you know, what it is that, that you've found, you know, success in, in terms of traits of leaders and, and, and how to make those habits. So I appreciate it. That, absolutely. It's people oriented, you know, be humble, be human and work everything you can do to, to invest in others and mm-hmm. it helps you, helps you grow when you're investing in others. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Susie. Absolutely. Thanks, Jack. You've reached the end of another episode of Let's Talk Business. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on your podcast app, Spotify, or iTunes. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to make light.